And now, from the dry hills of Santa Clarita, California, it's time for America's least listened to podcast. It's Christianese with your blessing-filled hosts, Jared Burkholder, Dan Satchoff, and Brian Irwin. The sound of the Hammond B3 organ, of course, indicates that this is your favorite program that nobody listens to. Jared, what is it? Dan, uh, it's Christianese. Guess who's with us this week? We got Brian back. Hey! Guys, I'm just going to... Yeah. What was that? Uh, that's our new sound effect. Oh, you got a soundboard. You are a huge nerd. That's for you. I don't know what it said, but... You're a huge nerd. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, um, I'm going to do this whole podcast without making eye contact with you. I'm just going to stare at the wall in the corner and see how it plays out, right? <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That All was right. a um, that was a method of discipline that was enacted on me as a kid. Did you have to do standing yeah. in the corner? Was no. It's called the Blair Witch Discipline. Oh, is that? Yeah. I haven't watched that movie because I'm oh, scared. Really? No. Yeah, I don't watch horror movies. Whenever we, my brother and I got in trouble, we ran and hid. Oh, yeah. That's good. So I guess, in theory, now that I'm a parent, we actually did my mom a favor, which means the house was quiet that's and true. nothing was being broken yeah. because we were shivering somewhere in the house for a good hour. <laughs> oh, don't run into the yard for an hour. <laughs> we, we actually, it was self-punishment. She was. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because the difference between boys and girls, now I know you've only got boys at your house, but like my girls, I don't have to worry about anything getting broken while they're here, but Danny comes home from school and immediately Instantly. starts doing chin-ups on you know, the the balcony up there and I can see the wood start bending I'm like buddy no we're not gonna hang from that and do no it just it, it happens well it's, he wants to be ripped dude yeah exactly well yeah he wants to get ripped like Jared that's right I'm glad you said that Dan I've been taking uh, a lot of supplements and essential oils and not working out just taking essential now when you say supplements are you talking about steroids no, Dan. Uh, I do non-GMO, grass-fed certified. Oh, gosh. Must be a millennial in the room, everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Right there. Oh, Self-sustaining. Dan almost gave you a high five, but he can't because he's still wearing the world's <laughs> shortest set of headphones. <laughs> Nigh these six months into are you saying? Are you saying I'm tethered? Yes. You Dude, are. you are as bad as the original remote controls on televisions that were pretty much not remote controls because you had to be standing right in front of the TV right with the remote control. So last episode, Brian, we were joined by two lovely, lovely, awesome ladies from our church, and they made fun of me, as you guys do relentlessly, just from hearing the podcast, and they thought it was a joke, and they saw how I was tethered here, and it was merciless. So just just so you know, somebody stepped well, in here. Well, place. because you can't... Because you're always doing one of these numbers where yeah. you're reaching awkwardly... <laughs> Stuck. But by the way, you're everything short of a neck brace. You can't move. Like you look like you're in traction because you're stuck in one spot. It would actually be better if you were in traction. You know, and, and just played it up. All right, fair enough, Brian. What's been going on with you, man? We're glad you're here today. Uh, not much, guys. Um, yeah. I've just been outside shoveling up all the rain. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah, that's good. That's people do. Good I got a you. rain blower. Probably the best decision I ever made. Oh yeah. The best decision I ever made, yeah. I finally got my first pair of rubber boots. Yeah? I was what? so excited, and I wore them once, and guess what happened, you guys? What? I got made fun of. Um, a lot uh-huh. by everybody, because I don't wear rubber boots, So, and I got like the rubber, but I got the like... Are these the ones that slip over your regular shoes? No, well, the they could, they look... I got their galoshes. They're straight up galoshes, uh-huh. and I was like, listen, there's been some serious <laughs> rainy days here. I'm going full galosh. This was recently. And, this is yeah. in your childhood. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Here's and, and I got yeah. Everybody made fun of me. They're like, you know what? 
what's up with the Goli- you know what's up with the big boots captain like where are we you know are you the morton fisherman all of a sudden here? it's gordon's on top fisherman. of the mountain the morton's fisherman yeah there's morton's isn't no, there morton's? gordon's gordon's no isn't there a morton, morton fish salt. morton salt that's who you're thinking of she also but she also she also has galoshes yeah. maybe i looked more on i don't know you were the morton salt i'm the morton's fisherman just kind of prancing uh, i'm gonna google that i guarantee you there's morton fish sticks <laughs> Do you want who wants you who wants to bet? Okay, I'll bet. Right, stiff, 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 stiff neck. Are you okay, in? Stiff, stiff, right, stiff neck. neck are you in? in. I'm, I'm looking two bucks up. In. I'm searching for it right now. Morton's fisherman. Hold on, Morton. No, just Morton fish sticks. Oh, Morton. What color fish sticks? Well, they're black, but it's not. It's not that's not, the, the color of the. No, 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 no. Do they make yellow? I used to do make well, yellow ones. The Morton's. Is there a Morton fish stick? No, there's Gorton. Gorton's. It's Gorton's. 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 Yeah, but you guys just you guys Googled Gortons. You no, I Googled to... Mortons oh, and yeah. Gortons comes yeah. up. Go All figure. Right. Yeah. Oh, so close. I guys. win. Thank you. Stiffneck wins. <laughs> All right. Six bucks to Dan. <sighs> so well, I, you can put it in your dad that your dad's spinner. Your spinner so the big news I think though is I we have to announce that you've embraced Christianity, right? Wait, which show is this? <laughs> When did that happen? <laughs> oh, is that what <laughs> wait, 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 what? Did you catch that long beat? Wait, what? <laughs> I think, we're, I think we're all confused right now. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Huh? So now we got to find another guest. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for playing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, sorry to disappoint, guys. I'm okay. still on the other side of the fence. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. We got a show to do. Don't be mad. Get glad. Is that a commercial? Is that, did I get that one right at least? That one right. You did. That's they the garbage bag. totally one. did. <laughs> Tom Bosley. <laughs> so, what, anything you can tell us that you've been up to? Not really. Not really. Really? Is I, I I think it's. I told you off air. All I, I coach. I coach. just coach, yeah. coach, and I do not connect with children, but I coach them. I really try to coach, and it's just I've, I'm old for a lot of right now. Yeah. Daddy's not the big winner he used to be when it comes to coaching. <laughs> a lot of a lot of losses. A lot of losses. We're a lot of we're a lot of offers. Don't you find you have a good? There's a lot of satisfaction in that, though. I know you're kidding with not connecting with the kids, but why else would you do it? I mean, you do it because it's fun to to watch those kids transform. Even the ones who are horrible, you watch them get better at the end of the year. Even a small incremental increase is a, is a big win, right? To watch somebody who used to not enjoy playing or wasn't good. Well, Dan. Um not to disappoint you, but uh, if you would like to hear my last speech from baseball last week, I'd uh, like to it, hear it. I, I'll paraphrase, but it was something along the lines of this: Okay, if you didn't come here to play baseball because you don't care, all you have to do is tell your parents to not take you anymore. Wow! <laughs> hey guys, we have donuts though. Okay, so everybody get a donut before you go. All right, on three donuts on three. Wait. Wow! Really. <laughs> Yes, because... Are these like four-year-olds? <clears throat> no. If you four-year-olds didn't show up to play ball, <laughs> right. there's the door. Man up. No, here was, here was why, and I, and I did end with, but there are donuts, because I, I felt this, was the, this is the final league before like you kind of like, either baseball's over for you yeah, and yeah. or you have to go to high school, that kind of stuff, right. you know? Right. So most, like you're still playing, you play baseball. But what I think what 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 bothered the only thing that bothers me about youth sports is and this is the I think this is harder than actually coaching a bunch of good kids is the kids that are wrecking it for the other kids that are really trying to get something out of it. That's the hardest part. And I fail at that, which is, you know, I'm not perfect. So it's like I fail at connecting with getting those kids that are impacting the other kids. Yeah. And I've even I've even done things where I've like inadvertently punished the kids that do care because the kids that don't like so that's the hardest part of uh, of to me 
of coaching. It's not wins and losses. I was joking about. Yeah, I really I don't. I, I I know this is probably not a good thing to say, but the wins and losses matter less to me than yeah. what are you getting out of this? Like, what's the takeaway? Yeah. Like I, I'm a big like this is more about life than you realize takeaway guy. Cause most of these kids are not going to play sports after 12 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like I have a different perspective on it. And so that's the part where that does drive me nuts, but there are always donuts at the end. That's what I've learned. <laughs> what about the interparent betting? Has that been kind oh of a good, gosh. a good thing? For you, you know, guys? there's been leagues that have been shut down because of that. Really? Seriously? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Betting? Usually probably in a place we, we like to avoid called Florida. A lot of things happen <laughs> down there. Florida man's running. Florida. He's got a, Jared's dad lives down there, and he runs all the off-track betting for all the uh, Yeah, no, there, there has... He's not doing mission work. He's <laughs> yeah, a great bookie. <laughs> when he's, he's a, a bookie, bookie, when he's not doing mission work, that's fantastic. <laughs> Bruce, we love you, oh, Bruce. Man. We don't if believe I had that. I a dime for every time I saw my dad bribe a cop in Mexico mm-hmm. or break somebody's knees because they owed him. Oh, Jeez. yeah. 100%. Oh, dad. Yeah. Oh, dad. Uh, but he would always Hands leave on with... hips. <laughs> he'd always leave him with a scripture afterwards. That's right. Right? Jared, bring me my bat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the guy? Was it Walking Tall? That was the guy that used to walk around oh, and fight yeah. crime with a yeah, baseball yeah. bat? Is that, what, is that what Bu- his thing? Buford Pusser. Buford but T. wasn't Pusser. that his thing? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a giant It was a giant battle. It was a, just a big just piece of pine. Just a big something, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the, sim- the simpler days of violence. <laughs> How about... How about I take this railroad tie and take this whole town out? That's right. (laughs) Single-handedly. Oh, back when things were simple. (laughs) Back when assault was celebrated. What was his name? Buford T. Pusser. Seriously? Yeah, that's that the was the original. That was the original. <laughs> Pusser? No, I'm not talking about the remake with The Rock. They recently no, 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 redid no, 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 that. But no, the no, original no. was Buford yeah. T. Pusser, and yeah. I can't remember the actor's Buford name. Buford T. I just, the yeah. name is just. But, I, but it was based on a real guy. He was an actual an actual uh, oh, sheriff. Oh, okay. Hence the reason why they went with Pusser. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Like, oh, I was going to say, yeah, clearly they didn't workshop their, that yeah. group, right? It almost that. feels like someone was like, we'll name him Buford T. Let's focus group. just like gave up at the end. The Buford T. How about Eugene farts a lot? Does that work? Is that good? No? Okay. Close. That's that's not focusing can, well in Miami. Can I can I just stay off topic a little bit longer? Mm-hmm. I remember coming back from the beach one day and getting stuck in a lot of traffic yeah. and and looking in front of me and the license plate on the car in front of me was I love farts and I was like <laughs> and it just I thought it was such a bold move and it was a guy the, driving the car right no it was a woman and, what? I, and, and that's it doubled oh. down on boldness like I was like bravo but. Wonder what that car smells Has like right now. Proc- that car, right? I don't know, but <laughs> that's amazing. That's nice. I was just fascinated by the fact that someone wow. would have that on his license. But I love farts. You know that lady was on the Nat Geo show, like weird. Oh, my strange addiction. Like I'm addicted yeah, yeah. to farting all the time. <laughs> yeah. I love smelling butts. Oh, jeez. You know. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome that, back to Christian those are called Those are called dogs. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, right. Exactly. They do make underwear that has like a charcoal... Patch, you're well, now you're making things. No, up. I'm literally not because I've thought about buying some. Um, that it it uh, it filters whatever wind you might break. Okay, so, so if you w- if you wear those those particular shorts with the charcoal in them, please email us and let us know at blessingfieldhosts.com because yeah. we'd like to know if this actually a thing or if Did Jared's you realize what up. you guys are setting yourself up for here. No, I've we've been doing it for weeks and I've not received one email. I well, dare somebody one. I, d- I dare, I dare you. somebody to send me an email at <laughs> blessingfieldhosts.com or or just go to Craigslist. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you'll find yeah. plenty of stuff on Craigslist. You'll find yeah. what you want. There, that's sure. right. Yeah, absolutely. A Floor couch, sure. Yeah, what's up with you? 
Um, nothing, man. Can't see, with, I'm gesturing with my chin. Yeah, I like how you do that. It's a tough guy. What's move. up with you, there, Hey, guy? what's up with you? I'm Vinny the Chin. Hey, if you don't shut up, my dad's gonna break your knees with his back. Huh? <laughs> That's right. Uh, just, just working a little bit. I did a music video last week for uh, a, a rapper that will meet, remain There's unnamed. Just came what? through your. Yeah, it was it was Candace, I think. Candace, oh, okay. that's her that's her interest. That's her interest. We we have somebody staying with us. I was telling Brian, and I don't know if we mentioned it on air, but somebody who goes to our church, who's in our our small group, uh, very very sweet gal. She is in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. She is getting ready to be deployed and go back, and she has a need of housing temporarily, so she's staying with us. So quick question. So quick question in respects to her deployment. Does that yes. include stealing all the stuff from your house? Because that's what's happening. She's <laughs> just. <laughs> is that why she has the TV under her arm? Yeah, that, that's the couch. Yeah. There. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Under her arm. Under her well, arm. Yep. well Air Force. Air Force, right? We needed a new yeah. one anyway. There so. you go. The Lord <laughs> provides in mysterious ways. Yes. Uh, no, so just good. I, I shot a music video, and uh, so that was fun, and got to take my boy on it, which was a blast. Yeah. He had a good time uh, shooting something. What a great something. chance just to disciple yes. your son in the Lord by, by taking him <laughs> to a gangster rap. Music it was music. fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was a good learning experience. So yeah, doing that. I'm shooting something in San Francisco next week, so that's been good. So the work on the work front, things have been okay. You picked up, but as a freelancer, yeah. that could all come to a crashing halt that's in right. just a couple of. Well, that's days. why you have this podcast. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> well, the revenue from this podcast. Yeah, because alone. yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so far. It's I was surprised zero. about the gold toilet when I walked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our ad revenue. Well, that's actually up. that's actually from Brian's podcast. When's our oh. new? When is the new game show part of the show? Spin, spin the dad stuff to see spin what we win. Spin the dad stuff. See so, what you win. Spin the dad stuff. <laughs> so, do you want to explain what I'm talking about, Dan? I would love to. So, uh, for those <laughs> Jared, of you who, who aren't watching our live stream right now, um, Dan has several. What are these things called? Lazy Susan. Uh, yes, that's yeah, the I official guess. term. Lazy they are Susan's. containers with slots oh, on a wheel where you can spin it. Oh, here it goes. Um, he he has one that says Sweet Mary. Dad stuff. Dad stuff. Okay. Uh, this one spins quite nicely. Just let me know when you're done. Anytime. And then there's one here with. Brian, what do you think? Uh, uh, 100, 148 sharpened pencils. Yeah, literally like perfectly sharpened, number two, <laughs> a tough soft room. eraser pencils. Yep. Ready While to go. Jared's talking, I'm just going to soft. Wait a minute, Dan. Where do you end up? Hold on a second. Are you helping kids get into college? <laughs> Wait a yes. minute. Are you the guy? Yeah, me and Felicity Huffman. What we do is she comes over here and we hang out and then but with pencils we draw people's heads on other on bodies. Rowing, yeah. Rowing bodies. Rowing bodies. So that's yeah. how we that's how we get that whole thing. <laughs> See if well, I was anyway, a detective. Is, yeah. Which of which of these lazy Susans will, will spin the longest? Right. I, I think dad stuff is gonna win. This yeah, one. dad stuff is pretty is is it's got ball bearings in it. So yeah. it and it's win. also got a wallet in it, so there's more there's more yeah. there's better there you can win more people don't don't really know how heavy graphite really is oh yeah and it's, it's kind of weighing it down absolutely there. good graphite talk <laughs> yeah how about you jared what's up with you um i can smell the smoke from you thinking yeah i just been in the car a lot this week really yeah i was really annoyed on the way over here why people just drive so slow and it rains yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't like this about myself but i was like yelling at this little old lady my window was wow. up. She couldn't hear me. Right, right. That's good. As long as they can't hear yeah, you, it doesn't me, count. But, yeah, but, but God can sense your anger. Yeah, God knows. Yeah. yeah. It's, yep. That's the that's the problem. So yeah. what does that mean? That means you need to work on something, right? I do. Okay. You know, we're we doing therapy right now? Yeah, we are. Dan, this goes back to when I <laughs> yeah. watched my dad shake somebody down for a bet. 
<laughs> with a in bat. South Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. It all comes full circle. Pussman. Yeah. <laughs> Pussman? <laughs> no, no. That's Buford T. Pussman is a different one. Hello, I am Buford T. Pussman. And and tiny Atwal. I will beat you with a dreidel. No, that is Buford T. Pusser. Oh, Buford T. Pussman. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so you've had a week of frustration in the car? Yeah, it's just been. I uh, meetings. So <clears throat> let me get let me get real, Dan. Well, you did by that's your forward. prayer voice. That's your, wait. Forward, that was your prayer voice, and I went to my prayer voice. Yeah, you see did. that? Okay. So yeah. obviously we're we're getting real. Yeah. Do we need to turn the lights off? Yeah, because I got a disco ball that comes on when you do that. <laughs> Again, so for the live feed. Yeah. Yeah. For the live feed. We yeah. just described the live feed. It's not <laughs> really an actual. <laughs> it's not a real thing. We're not like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's no visuals. Go ahead. Um, I took this this. Like personality testing called the Enneagram. I don't know if you've heard this. Wait, are you it serious? Tells you what person you you are. Yeah. Uh, and it, I was naturally really disappointed with the kind of person that I am. It's like you're nice and friendly, but your weaknesses are this, this, and this. And one of them was like, oh, well, that's true. I just say yes to too much stuff. I'm not good at saying no. Okay. Uh, because I find my identity and security in the fact that people like me. So I've just <laughs> said yes to way too many things. So it's like yeah. been a week of ping ponging all over the place. And, uh. Just feeling spent, Dan, which is a topic I'd like to talk about. I know we had a better topic. Uh, no. I, I, a deeper topic we were going to talk about. No. But my brain's not working. So let's That's go. Fine. With, That's let's fine. go with some fluff here. Absolutely. Let's talk about burnout. Yeah, let's do. What uh, Like burnouts from the 80s that I used to go to school with? Uh, they used to wear black gas uh, shoes. That was a company, G-A-S-S, not like going back to the fart joke stuff. And it was like a wavy bottom. Really? Full black. You have tight, tight uh, stonewashed jeans. And they always wore um, uh, the glasses that, that can change colors, you know, like Freezy Freakies. They change, they, they kind of uh-huh. have it. But they, they didn't actually change colors. They were always half yeah. uh, sunshade, half glasses. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, oh, the wire style. I do. Anyway, the, and then they always had like they a bolt. burnouts? We, yeah, that's what they call we call them burnouts. All the all these kids, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. And they wore they wore like you know, uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne, and they, they Black smoke, Sabbath, they smoke a lot of weed sets. or smoke, always, yeah, yeah, always yeah. were skipping school yeah, to right. go to the basement to yeah. listen to their hi fi stereo system <laughs> and smoke weed and cigarettes. Hi-fi. Oh my! <laughs> anyway, so back to your burnout. Well, I, that's exactly what I want to talk about. Is the hi-fi. those guys? Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, we go through, probably with all our jobs, we go through, there's a seasonality where things get really crazy. And Absolutely. That's not, but in the moments when it's really crazy, how do you guys unwind? How do you deal with its term that's probably becoming more prevalent in ministry where people just work and work and work and work and then they get totally burned out and they go get a job at Sears or something like that? Yeah. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Sears closed. Because Sears they is go gone. They go get a job at JCPenney's? Uh, Macy's? Yeah, they're on the, they're on the, the, the bubble Kmart? too. Uh, they go get a job somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because... The yeah. pressure of ministry was too much. So do you guys ever yeah. feel like you get in a season where there's just way too much going on? Or are your job so life-giving mm. that that never no. happens? And in a word for me, no. But Brian, you haven't been here. Tell us about your... Do you burn out on, on things? I mean, do you do you find yourself like with stand-up, with creating content, with uh, entertainment in general, with coaching? I mean, you, you must experience burnout because everybody does. I'm burned out with this conversation. The... Uh, um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> walked in. Yes, that one. I'm a two-time PTA president, so yeah. the answer is absolutely. Right. I have the same problem you do. Is I am yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Brian, can you do this? Yes, Brian, can you do this? Yes, Brian. And then before you know it, like it's a full day of yeses. And 
you know, you can talk to anybody, uh, you know, both doctors, spiritual counselors, whatever, they will tell you, you have to have, it's, for some of us, we feel guilty, but you have to have me time. You have to, because it's part of balance, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, you know, and then the same thing with coaching. If I, I coach, the reason why I coach is because I want to make sure my kids have the best opportunities because it's just a small window of, involve, of, of, of participation. But that also comes at a cost of like, that's a lot. It's a lot of time dedicated to other people and less time dedicated to your kids or even being able to just sit back and enjoy it. So yeah, how do I deal with it? Um, I stare at the dinner table like dads do in most movies and everyone's wondering why dad's so quiet. And my wife will ask me like, what's the matter? Are you mad? And I always have to shake it. i be like, no, I think it's just, I literally think that whether it's staring at a wall or like just nothingness, yep. like like blankness, I guess technically that's be classified as meditation inadvertently, but like just shutting down. And I have to figure out how to refocus that. I don't. I don't do a good job with with uh, dealing with it. And right. then I what feel do do bad. For, what huh? do you do for self care? Huh? What do you do for self care? Manny Petty. I did. I do do. I do those with my wife. I, I go with her, and and they love it when I show up. I'm like, I am the show at those places. Absolutely. Very few men go. Yeah. yeah. So the the focus is like, what's he gonna do? <laughs> oh and I, I I play along. Um, uh. What do I do? You know, I don't, I, I mean, I, I guess sometimes I'll just, I like sports. So I'll just, I'll, uh, you know, watching baseball is a perfect thing because baseball is long and slow and I don't know. I'm probably not enough. I, I did start, you know, working out more. I think that you know, I was actually talking to you today, Dan, you're working out. That actually helps a lot. If you mm -hmm. can just go walk on a treadmill for 45 minutes or just go outside and walk, like whatever, like do something, go out for a hike in the mountain. Like that Fight really club. does release Fight Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brian and I were doing Fight Club before you arrived. Yeah. You can't tell me that. Oh, that's right. Because the first rule of Fight Club is always wear gloves. But the second rule of Fight right, Club. Right, right. Is to always get a mani petty before right. you oh, kick okay, somebody's yeah. butt. Right. Um, I'm not good at it. So, I mean, to answer your question, I, I need to be better at that because I do believe that that, you know, it makes you a better person if you find that mm -hmm. outlet, something to just yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To give some life. What do you do? Uh, you know, yeah, I get, I get, uh, I've found myself increasingly the past few years burned out with, I still enjoy what I do, but there are times where I am doing it and I'm not enjoying it. I'm like, why am I not enjoying this? Or even like I've gone through times where it's, I have spiritual burnout, you know, like if you're at church and like to your point of saying yes to everything, because mm -hmm. you want to serve. I mean, that's, that's something that is kind of in the DNA of, of Christianity, you know, to, to serve others, and but sometimes you need to, I, I need to be more focused with what I do because then you're no good to anybody if you're just constantly on the go like that. And for me, when I burn out, I tend to withdraw. And I, I, to your conversation about going to the gym or doing something, I find myself unable to motivate and do anything. And I literally will sit around and become a hermit and it's horrible for me because I don't like what I become when I do that. And so I have to, for me, I have to make myself go do, go do go do things. I need to go to the gym. I need to get out and function and get dressed and and shave and just like because I will literally. I've experienced times where I will just isolate, and it's really really bad. But with me, I noticed what just this is just for me. What parallels that is also when I am not. You know, because I didn't come to my Christianity until late in my life, so it didn't really mean anything. I didn't understand it. It was all about uh, externals, and and uh, if you're good enough, you're going to go to heaven. And it was not connecting with God, and it was not not being in a relationship with God. So for me, usually what accompanies those times when I'm burned out is I'm not reading. 
Yeah. I'm not reading the word. I'm not praying. I'm not communicating with God. And not just prayers of like, hey, help Aunt Mary be healthy and give me everything I want. And it's not prayers of supplication, but it's prayers of like, hey, make me what you need me to be today and and just allow me to put one foot in front of the other. Sometimes if it's as simple as help. But usually I see those two things going hand in hand. For me, when I'm burning out physically, I'm also burning out spiritually. Yeah. And and I have to I have to a lot of times just really uh, reconnect with with God and I tell my kids this all the time but you know you, you can't know God unless you unless you read His Word unless you pray that's that's the reality because the, the rest of it is just all like well just do this and it's a punch list of like just be good yeah you know? I don't know yeah I was talking about this with somebody a couple weeks ago last week and they said something I thought was interesting that burnout doesn't come from working because we were made to work. And actually, as men, we, we find satisfaction. I mean, not all work, but most of the time we find satisfaction yes. at work. Yeah. Uh, it comes when we put expectations on ourselves that other people don't put on us, or we try to find our identity in other people's approval. At least yes. that's what it is for me. I say yes to everything because I don't want to disappoint anybody. Me too. I want people to think I'm a people I'm, pleaser. Yeah, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a hero, um, which leads me to say <laughs> yes to more things that I could ever do, yeah. which leads me to send disappointing texts like, hey, I know I said yes, but... Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. For me, it's am I finding my identity and hope in what other people think of me? Yeah. Um, which is misguided from the start and will lead me to do all kinds of things that yeah. are, are not good. Or am I finding my identity from a Christian worldview and the fact that um, I'm valued not for what I produce and do. I'm valued because I belong to God, right? Right. That actually motivates me and sustains me to do do things rather than saying yes to everything, crashing and burning. Because that's kind of the cycle I get on. I say yes to everything. I get way overwhelmed. I say no to everything and go hide out for a while. Yeah. And kind of come back and forth. Almost like a junior high girl. Yeah, that. But that resonates with me so much because also I will find myself, like you said, in whether it's something at church or wherever, I will do stuff because I, you know, and look, I think we're all kind of built this way, but you want the attaboys too. You know, like there's nothing better than be like, Oh, they're so involved, and they're such a wonderful servant, and everything. And and sometimes you you can be, but I I will catch myself. It's like yeah, but I want I want people, especially doing something at church. Sometimes I will selfishly do it because I, I you know I got to be careful not get into that cycle of like getting a lot of pats on the back. You know, it's just yeah. like I see people who serve at our church who who do it in ways that you never see it. Yeah. You know what I mean, and those are, I have such appreciation for that because they don't ever talk about it, they don't do anything. But I, I've I've had times at, at church where if I'm serving some way, um, it's about I hate to admit that, but it's about you know it becomes about hey, what does somebody else think of me? Mm. You know, yep. And I have to be honest with myself, like, wait, why why am I why am I doing this? What are my motives? What are my motivations for this? Yeah, because uh, that's horrible. <laughs> what do you guys do to kind of put up boundaries to protect your family? So both your wives work, you coach 19 different kids sports teams. You got girls involved with dance mm, and sports yeah. and stuff. Yeah. What are some parameters you lay down? Like, do you have a night of the week where you're all together and you're not out doing stuff? I don't know. What do you guys do to, to keep yourself sane, keep your family together? Brian. My wife left me last week, and uh, oh. I haven't seen my kids in three years. Okay, I've been right. ma- I've been living a lie, you guys. This I whole knew. this 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 podcast has just taken a really dark turn. The um, <laughs> was that you under the bridge? Yes, I yeah, you. and I yeah the one oh. the, the one the song was written about by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So the um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, we make it a point every night to have dinner together and talk about the day. 
even oh, even if e- yeah even if even if no one wants to talk we find a way to just uh, create some sort of dialogue yeah that's cool because I, I feel like for a lot of the people i know who are involved with sports it means like one parent's over here one parent's over here and they're never eating dinner together but you yeah. guys are still able to do sports and have dinner together yeah well we, we so we have a set plan monday through we'll call it monday through thursday you know, no video games, no phones, like all that kind of stuff, like eye contact, you know, things that like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The basics, yeah. the basics, the structure of life. But no, my wife a long time ago, she said, you know, we should just, let's just make it the one thing. Our, their pediatrician was like, you know, if you really want to communicate with people, go on walks with them because as uh, the more, yeah. the longer the walk goes, usually people start opening up and just having really good conversations. And we've done those, but uh, our dog has asthma and then we have to carry him. <laughs> and, Wait a minute. Then- Wait a minute. Did you just say your dog has asthma? Yeah. Because nick- my dog has Asperger's. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah. We wow. nicknamed Gary Short Breath and... Um, <laughs> and uh, very short. Oh my god! Get over here, short breath. <laughs> it, it, it just, and oh, these awesome. are diseases a dog could have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hundred people surveyed. Survey says <laughs> asthma. Asthma. Yeah. <laughs> so that 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 was short lived. Um, wow. Uh, it, we do it more when the weather's nice. But yeah, I mean, just just. Just scheduling something, like not like scheduling it like yeah. ugh, it's scheduled, but I mean everybody wants to eat, so that's a pretty easy thing to get them to the table for, you know. No, but that's a huge that's a huge thing, and especially as they get older, like I that we battle that with our kids as they get older, and everybody's connected to the phones, and we get connected to our own stuff too, and we have to. It's the basics of like putting down the technology and looking at each other, and even if they don't want to, a lot of times with protest, we will say no, this goes away. We're going to sit down as much as we can and and communicate communicate and usually there's 10 or 15 minutes of people who are really pissed off yeah because <laughs> right. because you force them to it's do de- well they're de- they're de- they're detoxing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That's well really true yeah. though so like I- i've noticed a trend with my three-year-old where when he watches a movie and yeah. the movie's over yeah. he's just in a bad mood bad for mood, the yeah, rest yeah. of the night yeah but if he just is out like running around and playing he'll come home i can tell the difference he- if he watches a movie, he'll come home and just kind of slump in a corner and sulk. If he's been out playing, he'll like go play in the backyard. He's imagining the screen time thing. There's something to that, and I look. It has a lot of benefits, but it does. I notice it with me again when I am isolating or something like that. The worst thing is for me to sit and watch a screen because it just there's something something strange. It desensitizes us, and I think you're right. We need to we need to watch all that and watch that stuff with our kids. Yeah. Well, I also don't allow my kids to know social media whatsoever, and I've yeah, cut yeah. way back on the social media, too, yep. because, I mean, everybody sees the trends on social media. It's Most of the stuff is on there is, it falls towards the negative, and then you yeah. leave feeling angry. You don't even know why, and then you go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's because all I was doing was getting, whether it's Twitter threads or... I mean, um, Instagram, thank goodness, is not too bad. Not that's bad. mostly just innocent photos. People are just sharing yeah. photos, which right. th- that's fine. But the other two formats, Facebook and Twitter, you know, usually lean towards something negative, something sad. And it's just like, nah. Because then your perspective is warped on what the world is. Yeah. Once yeah. you get off there, you just think that this is just... Everything about it is a, is horrible, and what's the point? Well, and even the right, like stuff. that's that's like yeah. such a sad predisposition to be right. You're like, oh, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the good stuff people post is like always geared at look at how amazing my life is. So on the one hand, you're looking at people like, well, I'll never have a life that good, and then it's like 
crappy political stuff. You yes, know what I mean? yeah. So, it's uh, the pe- the pendulum swings yeah. so far. And there's it bo- no middle. Yeah. Like, hey, I by had the a way, normal day, but I'm thankful <laughs> for it. Let's just be clear. Um, their time, you know, if Facebook is a perfect time capsule, but yeah. some people are fabricating their time capsules of how amazing <laughs> things are. Uh, they yeah. they know the truth. Okay. <laughs> Life is not as awesome as your filters are making them out no. to be. Like there's, it's somewhere, somewhere in between. You're living a good life, but let's slow your roll here, Captain. Well, you yeah. post like normal, funny pictures, but I think most people, and I fall into this trap as well. Like, yeah, I don't post like at my desk for six hours. Hashtag mm-hmm. normal uh, life. Yeah, it's always like How's I was the normal life, and then I got great coffee. And yeah, then I, I was know in a poppy field. And well, because I think we're all basically deceitful. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I, I think the propensity for me, again, that's one of those things is I got to watch it all the time because my pride and my ego and like we just, you know, I, I will notice sometimes that's a danger of social media I see with my kids. And for me and my wife or all of us is we seek that approval sometimes, especially for me as a performer, when things are quiet yeah. for me, sometimes I got to I got to really battle the fact that like I just want that endorphin rush of some likes. Give yeah. me some. Like. I mean, it's <laughs> it's horrible, but I hate to admit that, but it's just like. Gosh, it really makes me feel better sometimes, and that's a, that's a horrible. That's, I hate that trait. In myself. Well, you you Photoshop your photos pretty heavily, you know. <laughs> yeah, I pull ones. my neck up because I got all this weird fifty year old neck fat. That's like I look like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I saw one of his last photographs. He had the nerve to Photoshop on another sixteen feet of that head headphone cord <laughs> to mislead everyone that he can walk freely around the whole house. With that yeah. headphone, with that headphone right. set on, it's hilarious, guys. I'm, lie, Brian. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's the funniest thing. You guys are making me feel so good about myself. I'm gonna go isolate right now. Good. Yeah. Hey, go crawl into the desk um, with these pencils. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. All of them. Yeah. Hey, can I, I? I know we're on this topic right no. now, but can I make a turn I think real we quick? Exhausted this topic. Well, no, but since we have since we have Brian here, this is something we wanted to talk to you about. And well, I'm exhausted. So okay, I, I know, anymore. but but seriously. I wanted because we were we were going to talk about and if you don't want to talk about it, it's cool but we haven't seen Whoa, you since. What are you going to ask? Well, if I don't want to talk, that's a. By the way, I know, a, you, but I'm going to do just, it on the air because that way I can pressure you. Into it. The, right, all enough, the years that he's been for the, all no, the no. years that he's been talking, he should know better. You don't lead. Yes, you don't do. lead with yes, the I negative. Do. Like, listen, I'm going to ask you something, but no, here's the deal. I'm leading with You're the negative. You're not going to talk about it privately. Certainly not publicly. Yeah. But anyway, put the mic closer to your mouth. No, but honestly, I want to talk to you about Brody. Oh, um, Stevens, yeah. Yeah, because we had a little bit of a conversation, but it was not... I I wanted to leave room for you just because, you know, we had talked about before, we talked about things that happened in your life that would cause you to to seek out spiritual things or to at least even think about like stuff and and I know you've been fortunate enough in your family you haven't had huge losses like that and stuff but mm-hmm. and I know you and Brody weren't besties or anything but we he's somebody that we all knew was iconic in the community in the comedy community. Yeah. I just wanted to get your thoughts on on Brody's death. Yeah, you know, I mean it's 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 tough. I think a lot of people are uh, in our bubble out here, people are struggling with it more so than probably like a Robin Williams or something like that because he he seems so um, it was more personal to them. Does that for, make sense? Yeah, for people and, who don't know, can you just give us a, a brief background on who Brody is? I think some people will know, but some people may not know who Brody is. Brody Stevens is what would be classified, I think, in our world as a comics comic. Yes. F- first things first is that he was very well respected within the comedy world. And his specialty, and everybody, everybody's got the same story, so what I'm about to tell you is not unique, but like the first time you ever meet him, He's always really nice. He asks your name and he asks you where you're from and then he will share information about where you're from. And usually it like is the high school yep. that you went to. Like yeah. he's he was like and you go, yeah, exactly. It's wow. Now 
in hindsight, you look back and you go, okay, this was, he could never shut his brain off, which means he must have constantly have been doing research. Like he must, he must have been constantly doing things to keep his brain fed, which was, which was part of his, his issue. But yeah, no, he was, and he was always really positive. Everybody knew he had a dark streak in him. He definitely was on the spectrum, but like not, not in a dangerous way. Um, uh, but he was just one of those guys that you could always enjoy watching on stage because he was just... And you never knew just, what he was going to do. No, you didn't know what he was going to do. Um, and, and and there was the good and the bad of that. When you are not consistent from an industry standpoint, they don't know what to do. It's right. that, that we, do, we joke about the lazy side of the industry, which is if you don't tell them exactly what you are, they don't know what to do with you. And yes. he struggled with that as well. He had some great opportunities. Some other things kind of went south. Um, he's very well known for his uh, breakup with Zach Galifianakis as a friend, and he was making a show for HBO at the time, and he got off his meds, and he went on TMZ, and he ended up, you know, uh, getting uh, arrested, and like all these crazy stuff. Like, he, so if anybody's like, "Ah, the name sounds familiar," well, if, if it there was that whole negative thing that kind of surrounded him a couple years ago, but you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, one of our friends, John Huck, saw him. The day before, wow! At a show, yeah. and said he was fine, and that's the, and I think that's what everybody is struggling with is that there it's no one walks right up to you and said in a couple hours this is what I'm going to like you know what I mean there was there's yeah. not that yeah. type of of warning signs and I think that that is the thing that for all of us that I think a lot of us have been struggling is so what what could we have done right where 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 could we have drawn a line in the sand that would have stopped this person from doing what they were doing and i it's it's not surprising to me but it is it it's it's amazing to see like i said using it as an example you know robin williams was struggling with some stuff and he you know also committed suicide took his own life and yeah. but it didn't have the same reaction because not as he was not as ingrained in the community that yeah. way he was at a different time so those people it, yeah, probably right, for the right, time right, that right. he was in yeah, yeah. that we're talking currently that I was just, I was blown away by the the outpouring of sadness and confusion. And it really challenged a lot of people, I think, as to yeah. what is this world? What could I have done? Like all these things started coming out with all these people. It's been, it's been, it's been interesting. And sometimes you look at it and go, I don't know, was he a martyr? Is he going to end up saving 50 more people's lives because of what he did? I don't know. But the whole thing, I mean, it was it was definitely sad. It was a sad day to find out that information. But there were a lot of people that were not surprised that it happened, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that because uh, there was a, a pastor in our community that took his life, what, two months ago? Yeah. There was a guy I went to college with uh, right around the same time who did that. This guy from college, uh, married, just had twins. I was thinking, um, is that better? Better. I'm not getting a lot of levels there. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Tech talk what in the I, middle of a very deep conversation. Yeah. You have to edit that out, Dan. <laughs> I was thinking there's so many decisions we make. There's so many mis- mistakes we could make in life that are reversible. Yeah. This one's not, right? This is the this is the one that is the decision that really ends all, all this. I was just thinking about the finality of that decision. I was thinking about this guy I went to college with, and he had written some notes about what he was what he was thinking through what he was struggling with and it was kind of writing a not a pep talk but kind of something he would say to himself in moments of of feeling like he was in a dark place and just thinking about that he was fighting um to not give in to those desires and those emotions and not be overwhelmed by that and yet in the end he was and i don't know it just it was overwhelming to think um how final death is and that sounds so trite it's like such a platitude but to really be confronted with that with somebody you know 
to think there's no reversal of this, right? And right. I think from a from a Christian standpoint, we believe that people are eternal. So we believe that while a decision like that would end life on Earth, there there's life beyond this. Um, but I'm just curious from your, your worldview how you process kind of the finality of that, or maybe even how the people around uh, around Brody were, were processing that. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we've to. Oh, you know what? We never did talk about it. It was that was the teaser from months ago. But oh, I yeah. did find my neighbor had had killed himself, okay. and um, I the the way I look at it, and 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 this is the way I've processed it is we all know what the feeling of sadness is. We all know what the feeling of... Dep- Everybody has had a depressed moment in their lives. No matter how... You know, we were joking about Facebook and how we, and what we present everything is, you know, ro- roses, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. We all know what that feeling is. And it, it's a weird feeling in the body, if you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been sad, it creates a sensation in the body that is very unique to itself, right? Mm. So I often wonder, like, what that would be like times 500 for these people that whatever that feeling that we have in our moment of sadness that we know it will rise out of at some point like we will kind of shake the doom and gloom that that must be so overwhelming to these people that they no longer can see this physical universe that we live in anymore that they would be like that's that's a wrap like they they make that finite decision which i don't i don't get it i don't judge them for it i don't think it's my place it confuses me because I, I, I really do. Like you, you go to that weird place where you're like, how, how do you get to that moment? Like you're talking about that moment where you go, this physical yeah. reality, That seems I'm like done. the best decision in that moment. In that right. moment, right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I find and that my, baffling too. And, yeah. and my heart breaks because sometimes I realize that sometimes they make that moment and I go, oh, did they, at that last second, did they go, no, but it's too late. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't help but to think that way, you know? Yeah. And, um, but, you know... As far as I think, the, I think the, the problem with the people that are the, that are struggling with it, a lot of them I think struggle with it because it scares them. It scares them that they may be struggling with something similar, and they mm-hmm. think, "Is this the ultimate outcome?" And it's uh-huh. not. Yeah, uh-huh. you know that anybody needs to understand that it does not have to be the ultimate outcome. Right. That's uh-huh. first things first. And I I've think, worked with people like that who, yeah. who would say they feel an inevitability to yeah. their suicide. Yeah, and I think just to to even have that conversation is a step towards. Yeah. healing and growth yeah. Right? yeah it's not inevitable it doesn't have to be inevitable right? no and i and i think i think for other uh for for other people i just think that the the loss of the physical presence yeah. depending on how it impacted you and how you saw your your world um i think a lot of people are are struggling with that part of it i, I think what i've noticed with uh, both suicides or tragic deaths. It's interesting how the human condition immediately starts reassessing life. It, it, it opens up a lot for people, I think. They stop whenever they face these types of tragedies and they kind of like, what is, what is this all about? Like, you know what I mean? They start doing that introspective, like, what is all this? You know, because you look at it from an out-of-body experience of someone that said, well, whatever it was, it wasn't good enough for me, hmm. right? Or whatever it was that person's you know they had it all and then it got taken away from them too shortly whatever the tragedy was um and then then you've got the the different thing like you said you guys look at it from a spirituality standpoint of like okay well this isn't the end and then there's other people that go that is it it just fades to black and it's over or you go to energy or you just transform you know because I, th- I think that a lot of people believe that it's it's you don't it's we say black because that's we don't really under we don't know mm-hmm. yeah. you know we we close our eyes at night and go to sleep we just assume that's the closest thing to yeah. whatever it would be right 
But yeah. that, the, or that you just transform into something else. You transform into like another energy or whatever. And I think a lot of people just, that's the ultimate struggle, I think, that everybody really starts thinking about. And then time goes by and it's weird about the human condition. It's like all of a sudden you get back into everything we talked about earlier in this yeah. podcast. Right? Sure. It's like, I am exhausted from right. saying yes yeah. to yeah, moving yeah. couches all week long. <laughs> right. You just stealing couches. Really. Get right yeah. back well, in the stream. Yeah, we distract ourselves with everything that is shiny that's around us and all of a sudden we stop thinking about all the things that are really important like Hey, the person next to us, our neighbor, uh, whoever's around us in our in our world, what are they going through? Are they suffering? Is there? And not that we can make everything better, you know. As Christians, we would say, yeah, ultimately, we we want to serve people, but uh, we can't we can't we can't make everything better for somebody. But we could certainly show them kindness. And for somebody like Brody, who was such a huge personality, when when I when I heard, uh, it just made me think. Ah, I, I want to appreciate the people who are who are around me, and, and also try to try to just be an ear for somebody if somebody is suffering or there's something there's something going on like that, and appreciate people while they're here. You know. Well, you know what's interesting, Dan. I um I do that other podcast with John, and we yeah. had. Brody on after the Cubs won the World yeah. Series. I don't listen to the po- I don't I do the yeah. podcast and I move on. I don't yeah. listen to any yeah. of them. But because John wanted to re-release it, yeah, I just pulled out the I took out the middle or the beginning and the end, and I just focused on yeah. the conversation with him. And I had to listen to the end of the conversation in order to know where mm. to where to edit it. And to go back to what you're talking about about what you can say to people and stuff like that, and it kind of caught me off guard that at the end of the conversation, because you forget that you know people and you know that they struggle with stuff. Yeah. And I, I said all these really positive things to him. Like, you know what, you'll get, don't you hang in there, man. You're going to get your, you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you'll get your, people will recognize you. You'll get your chance. And I don't know, I didn't listen to the beginning before that. I'm not quite sure how we got there. Yeah. But I said that to him and it wasn't what I said. It was what his next answer was that was just so striking to me. And he just, I said what I wanted to say. It was very positive. And normally you'd have to be like, hey, thanks, thanks, man. You know, whatever. And it was like a long beat from him. And then he just goes, we'll see. Yeah. That was his response. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And to me, there was a little bit haunting right there. It was like, there I like you're going back to like, yes, every day you don't know what your neighbor's going through. You can still stop and say, good morning. Great to see you. Have a wonderful day. And that's it. You're not, it's not about getting into their psyche. Yeah, but they may still move in a direction that you have no control over. Like no matter how, you know what I mean. Like, I that's do. That's the hardest part. And but we'll see. We'll see. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and to, and to think, I mean, certainly it's possible to read things back in that maybe other people didn't mean. But you think about how pregnant maybe that statement could have been, yeah. right? What was going through his mind when he talks about "we'll see"? I think about just the the words that I read from this guy I went to college with, and you again, you read back the decision that he made back into those words and think, man, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Well, and you look where we find, again, it's back to this idea of where do we find our identity. And, you know, that's for any career, whether you're a pastor, whether you're an actor, whether you're a stand-up, whatever you are, a plumber, you, we also have these things. And I think as guys, we're guilty of this a lot, of like being, I am what I do. And so if our, fo- I, I when I heard about Brody, I was thinking, you know, too, if it's all about getting that next series deal or the hour-long special or you're trying to get this job that you think is going to be great, you know, there, there's so much more to life. And as a Christian, it 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 puts a sense of urgency in me as A, to always police, gosh, what am, where am I finding my value? Am I finding my identity in the right things? And, and, you know, secondly, just to 
to want to share the message because I think about somebody, and from my worldview, I think about Brody, and I, I loved Brody, and I, I, I didn't know him that well, but like I was just, there was something about his energy, and you would see him, and, and the fact that he was a savant in that way, he would know your name, he would know something about you, it made you feel special in a way, yeah. it's a weird thing, but like he would, you know, Keen is a lot like that, our friend Patrick Keen is a lot like that, where he will, he remembers these really just nuggets of things about somebody, oh yeah, this guy is a Michigan yeah. guy and I like and connects people that way and Brody was like that yeah. and and it made you there was just a connection that you felt like he was kind of investing you for a second even if you didn't know him that well and it, it gave me a sense of urgency of like damn it I wish I would have been able to share the gospel with Brody not that it but just an urgency of because we do believe this yeah. and as Christians a lot of times we're not bold and again you don't have to hammer somebody and it's not for it's not because we want to win and we want to win you over it's because we truly if you truly believe that this is this is not all there is and that eternally you're you're going to be apart from God and all of God's good things like David was saying in our our service this week like hell he was describing as you know Whatever it is, uh, get through the symbolic language of of gnashing of teeth and fire. But we know that it's it's with it's a place without any of God's great attributes. So it's horrible. And I and I, I think, man, I wish I would have had a chance to share with Brody. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, but I'm confused by that statement because you just told me a pastor who would have believed all the stuff that you just shared. So yeah. Also, yes. To flip it. Yeah. Absolutely. Now you said that he 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 left something behind. To explain it, or he just had writing. He didn't explain no, it, but he no. had writings about dealing with it. Is that what you were yeah. saying? <clears throat> the guy I'm talking about who wants so to make, those does two make sense. It does absolutely. So here's no. a guy that was that was right. Still, that's why that's why there's 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 got to be more to this that feeling where you get to that point. There's yeah. got to be more to it. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah you could have shared all that, and yeah. that was what would. Like you said, not saying that would have stopped anything, but right, right, I, right, right. But so because because then I, I hear that and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's got to be something else going well, on. I think it goes to, to a conversation yeah. we've had throughout this. That let me let me say a whole thing. I'm going to say here, otherwise I'll be misunderstood. It goes to a conversation we've had where it's possible to be a Christian, and yet there are moments in time where what you say you believe is not reflected in your life, or, or you're not actively believing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think. It, I mean, we we talked about this the other day, and I think it's important to say here. The issue of suicide isn't simplistic, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like one root cause. I think there are physiological things that happen with that. Um, even think about the benefit that medication can bring and kind of equalizing someone's emotions um, beyond something that, that maybe is just kind of far out. Um, but uh, but I, I think, yeah, that, that's been hard in our community to think about. Here's somebody who was a pastor at a local church who said the things that we're talking about, who would talk to people. This is a church that's really active in the homeless community. Okay. Um, and so they're, they're on the front lines of dealing with people who are in despair, telling them, you know, as they feed them a meal or as they, they help them with a bike or something like that, there's hope beyond your circumstances, right? Here's somebody who's on the front line of doing that, and yet in a moment when he desperately needed to cling to that hope, he didn't, right? And, and so... Yeah, I think that's a good question, and I think my answer would be, aside from other other things, maybe physiological things that are going on, um, it's not enough just to know something and give mental assent to it. It's that I'm going to pull this down from the ethereal, and I'm going to cling to this, and this is going to be my bedrock. And I think it's in moments like that where you really are, whatever else is going on, on some level, suicide is an existential choice, right? You're saying, I don't want to be here. There's nothing here 
worth me staying for anymore. Uh-huh. And those are the critical moments, right? Whether it's the huge issue of suicide or it's, you know, it's what we were talking about earlier about getting burned out. It's then when you have to say, what is it that I believe about the world and how does that help me understand the good and the bad that I'm experiencing? And so I would say for, for this guy, he wasn't in that moment at least, right? I don't know him. I'm not going to speak broadly about his life, but in that moment, he wasn't holding on to the things that should have give him, given him peace and at least something to cling to in the midst of difficult circumstances, in the same way that that a person who is not a Christian is really doing that same kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Well, the Brody issue was he was, from what I understand, I believe he was off his he medication. Was off his meds. That's what right. I heard too. Right. And and so that he went quickly. To, he went a lot quicker to the dark place. That right. I, you know, I and I'm going to claim ignorance. I really don't know how all that stuff works. I don't I, either. I, I don't. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, it was working for him. No, and, and, and I'm not saying that I so, think by sharing that 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 would have changed the outcome. No, no, at but all. you're saying, but you're you're feeling something that I think a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to um, Earl Skakel. Is that you know Earl? Mm-hmm. He's another comedian. I don't know. So he was supposed to be Brody was supposed to show up for his podcast. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I was at one of the, the one of the memorials at the comedy store, and Earl was like dude i feel so bad because i kept texting him yeah where are you why are you not coming you said you were gonna like he's oh, wow. dealing with this and i and he understands and i told him like you didn't you don't yeah. you didn't know you know he scheduled this with you he's and that's the thing that confuses people he scheduled this with you he scheduled yeah. future plans yeah but going back to what you're talking about you're, yes, you're you're looking at it from the Christian perspective, but a lot of people were looking at it from the from a similar perspective. It may not have been from a Christian perspective, but they were saying, it, "What what could I have? What could I have oh, said?" Yeah. A lot of people are dealing with that. Like, yeah. what could I have said? What could I have done? How could I have helped? Like, well, you're get helped when they got to that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what could I have done and or said that maybe would have helped? That would have provided some kind of hope. Something. And even and, and again, I, I even if the outcome would have been the same, the fact that because I, I don't know this, and as a pastor, you may have, but I, I'm not convinced. I don't know anything scripturally that says, "Hey, if you if you do choose to end end your life that way, that 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 disqualifies you." I I don't know that. I don't know that, and I don't personally, I don't believe that to be true. But what I'm saying is, even if he would have followed through with that, at least. Hope for eternity would have been there, you know. But again, I, I'm out of ignorance. You also I don't, pe- somebody else may have already shared that information. They might have. They might have. And I don't know. And I, I don't know where Brody was at. I think he was culturally Jewish. I think, but I don't know. He and ultimately, it's not. And you're not saying this. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it's not an information no, transfer, no, 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 right? What we're no, talking no. about is, again, from a worldview standpoint, uh, recognizing hopelessness and circumstance, but hope that sits outside of that. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think yeah, he's he he lives in the U.S. Right. I mean, it's, it's possible that he probably heard some version of yeah, yeah, Christianity yeah. or religion at some point. Um, yeah. But and, anyway, and that's not something we can control, right? We no, can't control no, people no, no, finding no, hope in, in no. Christ rather than the circumstances. But. No. No. Well, I think that I I think it is a micro. You know that it's a it's a microcosm of like what is life, right? That's yeah. when these moments happen. It's like yeah. what is life. Is it random? Is it eternal? Is I mean, all those questions come up, and you're like, well, okay, are we a random set of circumstances? I mean, for us, we would say, no, we're not. There, there's a trajectory that there is an order to things that God has a plan. But yeah, I, I get that it does. It makes you question everything, and so I guess the again, I'll ask you. 
What's the biggest takeaway you have from this in terms of has it made you question anything or think about life? No, or I just feel I feel pity for people that they feel like that's when they get to that point yeah. that they that they didn't realize that they're yeah. I don't judge them. Yeah. I, I I don't. Yeah. I never. No. I, you know, there was a time when I was growing up. You know, people would get people were very judgmental against people who would take their own lives. Sure, and, and sure, I never, sure. I never felt comfortable with that because I was just like they don't. I'm not trying to get no. to somebody. You don't trying. know what else. There was, but going there was through. a time that they used to yeah. they used to look at it as like, weakness. Well, weakness, and that you were that you were what it was what you were you the, did it the to best somebody. that you were yeah, yeah leaving yeah, behind. And yeah, I and, yeah, I, and yeah. I just first and foremost, we, we, and all of us agree that's it's it's if that if that's what you are feeling, just reach out. There's always yeah. there's always hope. There's a, there's hope around every corner. Yeah. There can be if if, if you just open yourself up. Regardless of what it is, just talk. Just always continue to be open and talk to people, even at your darkest moments. You know, um, but you know, it, for me, it's tough because I uh, I don't know how I feel about someone who goes, "I'm in control of me. I'm in control of my person, and I don't want this anymore." What do you? You know what I mean? I've I've been battling with that ever since I found the guy across the street. Because he he clearly made a very definitive plan over time to do you know to to end, end his, his life. life. Yeah. I said I wasn't aware of it at the time, but he, yeah. in hindsight, and putting the pieces of the puzzle back together, you know, he did. Mm-hmm. And it's like I and when when I went through that whole process, I was I really was like trying to figure it out. I don't have any answers because it's 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 like I said, I always go to the end of like, did you did you right at the end, did you regret it? Yeah. Did you did you one last thing of like I shouldn't have done that you know what I mean that's I don't I don't want to live in that space no, but no, you know no, what no, I'm no. saying it's a human condition I think yeah. to think about that final moment you know and not to be morbid but you 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 found your neighbor I found him yeah he I was found him. he hung hanging, himself yeah, as well right himself, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that was uh, I remember that when you told me I mean it was just like I was shocked because that's not something you find but I remember that had had a pretty big impact you know yeah I mean. That was, yeah, that was a huge, I mean, I, I, you know, nightmares and, you know, processing. All I can say is, thank goodness we have comedy, because, uh, you know, like MASH, you can find humor in anything, right? Yeah. That's what I learned yeah, yeah. <laughs> from uh, MASH. In the worst moments, you know, sometimes yeah, yeah. just dealing with it through, over time. Yeah. It wasn't funny for a long time. Right. Right. No, no, no. But now when I tell the story, it's, it's, I tell it with a, from my point of view of how yeah. it, what my experience was in yeah. the thing, but. It's funny, <clears throat> obviously I'm not a comedian, but I, I think when you go through challenging times in life, some people react in a, in a dark kind of emotional way. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've always dealt with hard things just by laughing. I mean, you can find something funny in it, yeah. right? And, yeah, yeah. and that's a totally a coping mechanism. It's, but defense mechanism. it's definitely one that, that yeah. I prefer as yeah. opposed to just kind of wallowing in the, the pain. And Guys, I got to be honest with you, at the end of the day, no matter, no matter what you believe or you don't believe, I mean... Every day, I think we make a choice, a conscious choice when we get up. What kind of day do we want to have? And we have to just remind ourselves that we're kind of in charge of that as far as happiness, lack of happiness, being frustrated, being upset about, you know, a computer not working or, you know, not getting enough likes on Facebook. We're, we're in control of how much, uh, how you want to see it. Like lately, I've been spending a lot of time just like staring at the clouds. Like I'll take a moment and just kind of look up and go, it's pretty cool. It's pretty sweet this environment, you know, this world that we live in. Like, you know I mean? Like it's just little things, just trying to pick out little things that, you know, don't, aren't, you know, um, aren't in the negative. 
I know it sounds silly just to start a cloud, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Cloud's no. not mad at me. Cloud's not a jerk. Cloud, cloud's a cloud. It's Actually, like, it's just... you should have seen what this one said about your mom. When we oh, in. are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a cumulonimbus cloud, and it yeah, was Those just guys like, are jerks. Notoriously smart alecky. So, yeah. Yeah, they had a lot to... <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I, mean, I don't know. It's, a, it's an ongoing process. You know, when you see this kind of stuff, yeah. it, it throws everything off. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it no, really it does. does. It throws everything off. Well, and there's something... So, Solomon talks about this in the book of Ecclesiastes, that in some ways... This sounds morbid, but get what he's saying. Uh, in some ways, it's better to be in a house of mourning than a house of joy because it's in yeah. mourning when when things become clearer, you know, when yeah, yeah. the quote-unquote clouds of life clear, and you're kind of reminded, this is what's important, right? There's a lot of things yeah, yeah. that I'm involved with that are not important, but there's something about death that really kind of focuses, um, for me, it just makes me think of, of my parents and my grandparents, makes me think of my wife and my son and the foster kids that we had. And then from a Christian standpoint, it really makes me thankful for hope and identity I have in Christ outside of my circumstances. So I think there's something about those moments of death, whether it's a loved one that you expected or a friend that you didn't expect that brings clarity. And that yeah. doesn't last very long, right? Yeah, because like, the distractions of oh, life happen. Yeah, yeah. No, but it becomes um, about trying to cling to that because the Bible tells us mourn with those who, who mourn, right? And, and, yeah. and so not to be afraid of, I think that's the other thing too, is people get afraid of the 500-pound gorilla in the room a lot of times uh, when somebody when something like that does happen, whether there's a tragic death or any anything like that. You know, we, we need to kind of embrace that and because it, it will put things into focus and then try to, try to hold on to that, that meaning you know, that's one of the things with this podcast, the search for meaning. Where do we find meaning? How do we search for something deeper than just likes on Facebook, you know? Yeah. So, Is there something deeper than likes on, likes not, on Facebook? Not really. I mean, there would be a heart maybe Emojis. on Instagram. Emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, Good yeah. point. Well, uh, this has been fascinating. Thanks for being willing to talk about that. And I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but it just, uh, I, I, it, it, I thought about, I thought about all of our whole group of people when that, that day that I, that I found that out. Cause it was just, I don't know. He was just, again, he was iconic. It shook, it shook our community at, at its core. Yeah. Um, and if there's, if there's any physical goodness from it, it brought a lot of people who hadn't hung out back together. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to reconnect yeah. and, and talk and think about the things that, that may or may not be important in their lives. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess that that's a little bit of a silver lining in the midst of all of this uh, sadness and chaos. But you know, I mean, again, it, to me, I always look at it, it as just it's just sad. Yeah. I, that's how I, I'll always describe it. I don't, I don't have any deep, deep, super deep thoughts about it. Yeah. I just hope that everybody that's struggling with it, with his passing, or anybody that's just struggling with anything dark, just remember, all you got to do is just start talking. Someone will be yeah. willing to listen. That's There's right. always someone willing to listen. That's right. Don't be afraid. Uh, hey, we would love to hear from you guys. If you have anything, any suggestions for future episodes, if you would like to uh, suggest a guest, if you have anything you would like to correspond with us, please don't hesitate to send us an email at blessingfieldhosts at gmail.com. Jared, what's that address again? I keep forgetting. Dan, I'm glad you asked. It's yeah. blessingfieldhosts at gmail.com please we've not received one one gmail yet and i'm looking forward to just opening that mailbox one day not even like, spam nothing i don't even get spam i i can't even get uh. anything from the guy in indonesia who's trying to tell me that i haven't paid my taxes yeah and that i need to go get a 500 well, the irs is now headquartered in indonesia so that's right you should follow up with that's that what guy. i've heard uh all right uh, give us a like or some likes or some stars uh. if you will right on uh on, <laughs> because we're going right back to that uh, <laughs> need it for our joy on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify now, so that's amazing. And I checked; yes. we have no listeners on Spotify. So Fantastic. if you're on Spotify, <laughs> that's another way to listen. 
we're we're glad to be here. We're glad to have Brian here and uh, Barb. If you would just take us out, and uh, that concludes yet another episode of Christianese. And we will see you next time, gentlemen. Need closing thoughts. Blessings. Number two pencils. Thank you. Goodbye.